Hey y'all, welcome to The Hue. Hey guys. Hi Emily. Hey Jess. Recording day. Whoop, whoop. So this was cool. Something that we did today, we interviewed... Matt Black Sound. Your hubs. My husband. And his husband. <laughs> his work husband. His work husband. They are the cutest couple, those two. Yeah, they make a good pair. Uh, I mean, you literally... If you're around Matt and Andre and you aren't, you don't leave in a good mood, then I can't help you in life. Yeah, there's something wrong. Something really wrong with you. So it was really fun. We talked about owning a business, Mm -hmm. partnership, recording, music, life. Yeah. Bidets. (laughs) (laughs) Not sure if the bidets are going to make it into the episode, but there was that conversation. Yeah, it's always interesting. Yeah, it's always famous a time with people. Those two. I think they gave us some tips on cool bands to follow, mm-hmm. and it was it was a great interview. I think you guys will enjoy it. I, in fact, I know that you will enjoy it because it's got great energy and great information on an industry that's you know similar to ours. And maybe there's some great tips in there if you're a budding podcaster or musician or wanting to get into some kind of audio world of sorts. Then this would definitely be the episode for you. Also, if you just want to smile for a little while. And if you're interested, you can go to mattblacksound.com. And there are some great merch options there. Yes. And that's Matt, like Matt Black, like M-A-T-T-E. That's how you spell it. That's right. Yeah. Mattblacksound.com. You know, I just had this random thought that we should, you know, maybe give away a Matt Black Sound pin to someone. Oh, fun. Don't you think? Yeah. Like Folio should give away a Matt Black Sound pin. So the first person who listens to the episode and emails Jessica and Emily at Folio Co. I listened to the episode with Matt Black Sound. We're going to send you a pin. Yeah. The pins are really cute. It's a pin not that you write with, but that you would wear on your denim jacket, per se. <laughs> <laughs> An accessory, if you will. So, hey, guys. Hey. Well, Hello. I mean, I would say welcome to <laughs> our podcast, but you produce our podcast. So, um, hi. Hi. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard your work. Yeah. I've heard your work it's too. It's great to be here. Mm-hmm. So we're here with Matt Black Sound and I mean, everyone's heard us talk about you and you're on all of our credits and, but we're not the only podcast that you produce. I mean, yeah. You do other pro- podcast productioning things. We do. We do. Yeah. But Matt Black Sound, tell people what Matt Black Sound is. Let's oh start boy. there. It's a it's a pretty giant umbrella, um, Matt Black Sound. All things audio. Yeah. Audio and, you know, production <laughs> services that involve audio, mm-hmm. consulting. Yeah. Audio is the common denominator. Yeah. Recording, mixing, mastering. If you, know. you want a tour, we can help you with that. If you want to release music, we can help you with that. If mm-hmm. you have a podcast, pretty much if you need anything... Just send us an email and, and maybe we can do it. I bet you could. I'll, you know, I'll mow your yard. Yeah. We, we house <laughs> no, it. I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah. You do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. You're, yeah. Matt Black Sound, we do things. Mm-hmm. There's your new motto. Hey, I, work. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So when did, when did you form the business? 2017, mm-hmm. officially. That was the uh, legal formation yes but we've been doing this thing for a very long time you met in grade school Mm -hmm. we did yeah and when did you what was the name of your first band oh you are musicians i i should mention that to people we actually matt and i weren't in a band together Mm -mm. 
I mean, we did play together, but we were oh, never. We were not. Mm-hmm. We were not. No. We each had like our own things. We we were more facilitators of the of like building a a music scene scene and community in our small little town. Right. But yeah, we didn't which have which was a, which is Terrell. Yeah, Terrell, mm-hmm. Texas. Good old Terrell. And yeah. so you were in bands separately. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've always played the drums, right, Andre? I have, yeah. Other instruments? I can play other instruments, yes. Primarily primarily the drums. I mean, yeah, I can play piano. We'll say that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Loosely. And so when did Matthew McNeil form Mm. the band? Like, I I would always, like, write and record myself, like, in high school. But pretty pretty much when I went to college... Um, my sophomore year of college, I was like, I want to do this for real. And me and Andre had always like naturally kept up. Right. But I was like, hey, do you want to like actually pursue this together? Yeah. And then we did. 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you we, weren't in college together. Mm-hmm. Where did you both, where did you, where was school? I, I stayed in Terrell and went to community college at, at Trinity Valley Community College. Go Cardinals. Um, yeah. Go Cardinals. Shout out TVCC. <laughs> Andre was going to be a... Uh, I Yeah, I was going to, I mean, polar opposite career path here. I was going to school to be an EMT, yeah. um, you know, that whole thing. Um, was going to do the medical field and realized, you know what, I don't really want to do this. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And then Matthew's like, hey, let's have a band. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it just made sense. It's something we had always wanted to do. We didn't, we don't come from like oh, my mom is like a music executive or something. We were just like, we always had a passion for it. And um, we're both very much like a we can make it happen type person. Exactly. Agreed. And so we just kind of thought that if we put our efforts together, we could achieve it. Yeah. So I I went to school. I started off at University of North Texas in Denton. And then... Great music school. Yeah. And then I, I, after a year, I transferred to University of Texas at Arlington because a buddy of mine was uh, like had a makeshift studio, and I wanted to do music. And as soon as I moved there, he moved, so that was weird. <laughs> but I did graduate from there, and then uh, we just hit the road really hard for a long time. We did, we yeah. did. That was a lot, in a, in the best way. Our entire like early twenties was spent touring, On the road. like yeah. like in in this weird little electrician's van that we would turned into like this. Closet home tour bus mm-hmm. pre the sprinter oh yeah pre sprinter yes. oh yeah this thing was it it was scary looking I mean we had like deadbolts on the door you were like in. creepy guys in the van yeah, yeah yeah imagine us like pulling into L A and like having to get up every four hours to move the car <laughs> yeah yeah at least you knew to do that yeah. We, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you guys know things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you learn. <laughs> yeah, we we learned. Yeah. So, did you also sleep in that van, like you do? Oh yeah, we did. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, some of the <laughs> some of the mo- we talk about it this day. Like the hottest I've ever been in my life and the coldest I've ever been Aww. in my life were both in, in that the van. van. Yeah, on these like yeah. vinyl mattress things we made. You'd mm. wake up and you'd be like, <gasps> and you'd have to go. Turn the car on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say the air conditioner and the heater worked very well yeah. in that van. Yeah. Not that it doesn't in the Sprinter van. It's great. But in that Abnormally van. Abnormally well. Yeah. I mean, it would blow you out. If you wanted it really cold, 
it was very cold. Uh-huh. And it had an extreme situation happening. Mm-hmm. It did. And it didn't have a radio or cruise control. Okay, well, that's kind of weird. Well, we, so because of that, we had... Uh, Sing-alongs. This, no, well, yes. <laughs> yes. But we had a Bluetooth speaker that we would just put up on the dashboard and... And it would fall all the time. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Double-sided tape? We, we I don't think we ever got there. We didn't think that far ahead. It was know? just quiet. I mean, like, for years of my life, it was just quiet. Just yeah. driving. Well, because we would like play and have to listen to all these other bands. And then you're just like, I just want it to be quiet yeah, and well, talk about. I mean, we really got into some deep conversations. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it never stopped. I mean, it's like 10 years of like, why do I exist? Still going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Existentialism. Yeah, exactly. it's beautiful. Yeah. Why not? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You are deep dudes. Yeah, yeah, and that's that, what they call us. That you are. It's it's cool. I mean, it, it, you're both um, happy and pleasant. Yeah, thank but you. But to know you, you also know that there's like layers. Right. Yeah. Thank you. There are layers. That we yeah. And yeah. and you're very ambitious. I mean, I I feel that sometimes with musicians, there's maybe a little bit of stigma, like oh, musician. Oh, there's a lot of stigma. Yeah, there's like oh, a musician. You know, like oh, my daughter's dating a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's been, a thing. Been there. A little bit, huh? Yeah, you guys have been there, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. But what's so cool, I mean, like Juan is, you know, one of your biggest fans. And <laughs> Jessica, they are legit. They run a business. I mean, they've been on a tour for, I don't know, just like eight years or something, you know? And, <laughs> never ending, and it's never a legit tour. tour. And they have a production company. I mean, they're like, screw the label. We'll do it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? Who does that? You yeah. just kind of were like, we don't need the label. We are the label. Yeah. We we kind of found that no one's no one's going to um ha- Well, I mean, if you want something done, you gotta do it yourself. Yeah, no one's gonna that, believe in agreed. you the way that you believe in yourself. That if mentality. you're that type of person. Right. And I think a lot of it is um you, I really believe you have to have somebody. Like it's a like it's Matt and Andre. It's not if right. we were both in this alone, we wouldn't be able to do any of it because yeah, it takes two. Exactly. At, at least two because you no no one person can do it on their own. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like yeah. Uh planning, scheming, dreaming, mm-hmm. facilitating, doing logistics, it I mean you can, but it's going to be exponentially more difficult. Oh yeah. You know. But yeah, so we just figured let's let's do everything until it makes sense to offload certain things that don't make sense anymore to someone else. Right. And um, yeah, we'll just kind of cross the bridges as we get to them. Mm-hmm. And everyone that comes in, you know, we attract what we are and we've all talked about energy before mm-hmm. and it's really beautiful. Like seeing, um, you know, like even Emily coming into your lives and the part that she's played in your business mm-hmm. yeah. and it's been and your wives, both of your wives for that matter, I know yeah. are integral to what you do. And, um, but that's been fun too, like her background in graphics and mm-hmm. watching what she's developed with Matt Black Sound and your website and yeah, your yeah. branding materials and all of that kind of thing. I encourage people to check out your website. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, Emily's been amazing because, um, her, her like stylistic approach and, and design and just her eye on everything we do because we're very good at doing audio stuff just because that's what we've surrounded ourselves with. Right. And, and we'd like to think we have like, you know, a cool taste and style, but we can't, we don't always know what we're trying to exactly. put out there to the world. Yeah. And she does, I'm colorblind and I mean, we're right. 
Yeah. Well, you guys yeah. have a great vibe and style, but I think she is someone who can in, uh, is very in tune with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And interpreting there. Absolutely. Yeah, she's very vital to a everything. Good we interpreter do. for sure. Because yeah. there is a look to Matthew McNeil, and it is different than the look to Matt Black Sound. Yeah. It that was that's been one of the most uh, interesting things in, in the past year or two is that when we since we run everything it's sometimes hard to figure out well what is Matthew McNeil as an artist and then what is Matt McNeil as the person that co-owns Matt Black Sound right it, you know like um, sometimes the lines get blurred yeah mm-hmm. and, and trying to define that and realizing that it does need to be defined right is um it's a it's an interesting challenge but I think it's it's been a lot of fun once you realize that um it there is a necessary break that needs to happen it's like yeah this is though it's the same person same two people doing everything right. this is one thing and this is a, a umbrella that covers that and then some mm-hmm. so is yeah. there ever disagreement you guys get along famously but is there ever like artist artistic differences i mean i think it's negligible yeah um yeah i mean we do have varying opinions on things but i think we, part of the process exactly and we both know how to pick our battles it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like okay this is i mean it's irrelevant why are we talking about this mm-hmm. let's move on we both know what we're trying to do at the mm-hmm. end of the day so i think that's our greatest like a marriage yeah i think it's our right. greatest strength as like um business partners and collaborators and best friends it's like you we really pride ourselves in our communication mm-hmm. and that's why like even when we play live um a lot of the stuff we do is off the cuff because yeah. we we know each other so well that we kind of know how to feed off of each other's energy without speaking and the same thing goes for like if we're you know working on something with a client we can just kind of even with our masks on during covid we can kind of look at each other and like we know what we're what we're saying yeah you know. it, it's it's a lot of fun but i do i think that's with your body language too right Right. It's the most important thing in in a business it is communication and, and perseverance are the two things I would absolutely say. Absolutely. Are there ever times, though, that in having your business that you're just like, I'm done with this? Like, I don't. It, it, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and then I mean, that's that's the great thing about having, you know, another person is mm-hmm. they're always there to be like, hey, yeah, this is a lot. But guess what? It's going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, because life doesn't stop. No matter if yeah. your business is going well or it's in a tough spot, I mean, you're still having to cook and exactly go places and, and move houses. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's always something going on. But yeah, having two people, it really helps. Like, um, yeah, I, again, I don't think one person can do it all and, and be truly happy and have a life right because that's one thing we we really want as well is like you have to find a balance yeah you got to enjoy your life too accomplish your dreams but enjoy your time absolutely i think you guys are both joyful we try to be. thank you yeah you are too though yeah i try to be i mean i enjoy being joyful right yeah yeah and i think we enjoy people who enjoy enjoying life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those are tend to be pleasant people Definitely. Um, but I'm also very intrigued by grumpy people. I don't know about you guys. I, yeah. I love I love grumpy people. And yeah. I don't are they attracted to you? They're attracted to me. Um not and they're I, not like they're not grumpy people like they're assholes. They're just like kind of just have like a, a 
demeanor about them that's like we have right. some curmudgeons. Yeah, yeah, like a Definitely. curmudgeon. I love a curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I like to nothing's quite right ever. I like to try and peel back the wall. Okay. And oh yeah, be like, okay, what is what's, what's really going the on here? Root of this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always sometimes fun. I just like to feed it. Oh, yeah, it depends on what mood I'm in. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, I don't need to get in there. I just want to feed this. It's entertaining. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I feel like when you guys are around people, um, it's cool. I mean, you are disarming. And I think that with Matt Black Sound, that must be important, that you are recording artists as well. You have to make people feel comfortable. Uh Uh-huh. Because that's vulnerable, like, for people. It's essential, yeah. Uh And I think it's an interesting approach that we bring to it because we come from the world of of performing and writing and and putting ourselves like you said putting ourselves out there that we we come at a client with the approach of like I know I know what it's like to have to put yourself out there yeah. and and you know we're not here to just like hold a boom mic over your head and not talk to you and like mm-hmm. you know we're we're here to be a part of whatever project it is like we we take pride in in the people that we choose to work with. It's like the folio and the hue. Like we we believe in it, and when we collaborate on something, we don't just phone it in. Like we want to do whatever we can to elevate that. Absolutely, because we kind of pick and choose what we what we do. If it's something exactly. that's not going to be a good fit, then yeah, probably not going to get involved with it. Yeah, you know. But we'll help you. We'll help somebody find who right. they need. Would be more than happy to facilitate. Yeah, like, hey, this isn't the right gig for us, but this is a great fit for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I yeah. think we, we take um, we try to be like a pillar for the uh, creative community. Um, and because, yeah, just the same way one person can't do everything, one company can't be everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And so. Um, and in Fort Worth, you are leaders in the community. I feel like you guys are super dialed in. We really try to be. Yeah. We right? really believe in, in the 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 spirit of the community in Fort Worth. Some cool stuff going on oh, yeah. in Fort Worth. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think big time in Fort Worth. There's mm-hmm. a lot going on in the music industry. Definitely. Texas in general is pretty hot right now, isn't it, with everything that's happened in Austin, huh? Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, there. I mean, Houston has a great oh my great gosh. artist coming from Houston, yeah. great mm-hmm. artist in Austin, great artist in Denton. Lizzo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beyonce. And Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Band called Krungbin, one yep. of my favorite bands. Yeah, <laughs> such a good band. Okay, yeah, that's a question just for fun. Oh, gosh. A band that you're following that no one knows it's obscure that you're like, y'all, let check them out. Is oh, there anything man. going on It depends on right now? how obscure. I mean, are you talking about this person has like 10 people that know about right. him or right. like, you know, under 10,000? I don't know. Just someone that <laughs> you're really vibing on that just yeah. is awesome that you want to shout out. Off the top, we talked about this band yesterday. There's a band from Australia called Surprise Chef. Um, <laughs> I love that name. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean they're they're you know decently known, I would say, but they're still you know obscure and more underground indie kind of situation. There, it's an all instrumental band. Wonderful vibe. Wow, it's very cool. Surprise Chef. Very yeah, cool. That's a good band. Yeah. And it's instrumental only. Mm-hmm. It's like uh new age modern jazz is what O-M-G. they M G. Yeah, like jazz market. with synthesizers. Right. Y'all, this is my jam. Okay, mm, what yeah. is that record you got me, Matthew? Uh that has the pretty cover that probably Krungbin. It's like kind of tiki-ish music, but more modern. It that's a way Kr- to put Krungbin. Krungbin. It's yeah. like it's instrumental and Yeah, I I love it. 
incredible yeah. band. Any day I've had a hard day, I go put that record on the second I get home because mm-hmm. I know that my mood will like leave the building. Yeah. The mood yeah. that I brought. Right. That's a fabulous go. band. I, God, I absolutely God. love that band. And yeah. they collaborate with uh, Leon Bridges, another Fort, Fort, Fort Worth, Worth artist. Yeah. Um, love that, Leon. And it's so good. It's incredible. So good. I was spinning Texas Sun last night, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, oh, Texas. Yes, yeah. I have that one too. So good. Oh, that's another mood diffuser. Mm-hmm. Um, so Krungbin, mm-hmm. where are they from? Houston. Houston. What? Mm-hmm. Texas they, they, band. It feels like a European situation. Right. You would think so. It right. kind of has this like Turkish yes, undertone. Yes, it yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's like, yes, I love it so much. Yeah. Okay. That's good to know. So they have more stuff. I can quit listening to the same record. Oh, I mean. They have a lot of stuff actually. They have a pretty exhaustive catalog. Yeah. Exhaustive catalog. Yeah. Like that for well, because they're they're a fairly young band. I mean, they've they only been around for several years now. You know, four but or five the, years. Yeah, they do a great job with what they do. Yeah. They have a good team around them as well. Mm-hmm. When will Matt, Matthew McNeil go back on the tour road situation? Boy. We haven't really discussed like hardline right. dates yet, but I mean, it's this year probably or next year. I think it'll probably be. We'll do some regional, mm-hmm. local and regional this year, probably this fall. Right. Um, but probably I, probably not a full tour by any yeah. means. It, it's just uh, especially with a lot of the stuff we've taken on over the pandemic oh, yeah. with Matt Black's sound of like really trying to be a champion for the community. Yeah. It's been really nice for the first time in, in years, years. We're actually home and, yeah. and we can be yeah. involved. And and so that that's actually a really special thing. For a long time, we were like, "Well, I don't want to play locally. I don't want to be a local band. I want to. I want to be that band that's doing everything." So we did everything, mm-hmm. and I think that gave us a, a interesting perspective. And um, naturally, we'll always tour. I'm sure we'll be playing shows all over the place until the end of time. But um, you kind of get to see how special it is to have a home base and a community to call your own. And and it's really cool to water that seed. I think that's kind of the season we're in uh, at the moment. Yep. There's something for probably everyone, even if they don't acknowledge it, super psychological about music that's integral to our lives. You know, maybe you want to listen to sad music when you're sad or happy music when you're going to celebrate or wedding music. There's so much music is the, the soundtrack of our lives. It's not yeah, it, cheesy. It is. But it is. It universal and language. It is. Mm-hmm. Like and math. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a music family and it was so bluegrass in Northwest Oklahoma country music was what I grew up with. And anytime I listen to old music, especially old country, it's so nostalgic for me to mm-hmm. the point of sometimes like even little tears, like happy tears will come like, yeah. Oh my gosh, this reminds me of when, and some people are intimidated by music though. I've learned as I've gotten older. It's interesting. Yeah, They re- really are. So if someone's listening and they're like, I want to be a music person in my life. I want to bring music to my life and to my kids and my family more. What's your recommendation? Where do they? This is, this is an interesting question. It is an interesting question. Hmm. Cause yeah, some people, some people are very, uh, I would consider like passive listeners Yeah, right. where it's like, yeah, whatever the radio has or whatever is on the show that I'm watching, that's fine. Yeah. Then there's active listeners that, uh, maybe engage with music a little more. Right. Um, yeah, and then there's the enthusiast. Yeah. Right. Right. That's you, like a hyperactive. Exactly. Yeah. You have to, uh, you have to view it in different categories, I feel like. But I mean, for someone who is intimidated and just, they want to explore, I guess, 
um, I don't know, I'm going out on a limb here, but I would say like any, um, you know, back to jazz, I love jazz music. I think that if you put jazz music on just in the background, you don't have to actively listen to it, but it will, without you knowing it, kind of take over your psyche and you'll just be in tune with it. And well, cause it's a, it's a, uh, expression of like freedom. Like definitely. it's a lot of it's so free form mm-hmm. and, uh, it's not super structured to where, I don't know. It, 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 there's a reason why you oftentimes you associate jazz music with like being at a restaurant or right. you know the elevator thing. It's like, yeah, because those are like casual yeah. places. Yeah. I would, I would really recommend, um, use the tools you have in the modern world. Like, if you have Spotify or any streaming platform, just type in any word that if you're like, I want some chill music, we'll type yeah. in chill music and you'll get any you know, a thousand playlists to pick from. Any honestly, any of the curated playlists that you know Spotify or Apple Music or you know any streaming service they has, do a good job. They do a great job. Yeah, there's yeah. so much music out there, and, and you know a lot of people give pushback to streaming because it it completely changed the industry for better or for worse you know it yeah it 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 made it to where you know selling records isn't the same anymore but at the same time you can now be heard by anybody anywhere in the world they don't have to spend twenty dollars on your vinyl record to exactly hear you they can just type in your name right and at a certain point you have to use it as a tool as a as a person within the industry, but it's such a cool thing to have as a music lover because you can listen to any. There's ten million artists you can listen to, yeah. and it can be hard to find exactly what you like. But with some of this curation, um, it helps. You can totally find it. Yeah, you know, I think people were. I only like country music, or I hate country music, or I hate hip hop. And it's like, well, because you you have a very limited scope on what you think that is. Agreed. I think that's a really wise statement. I think another bit of advice would be you, I mean, you know, you can take this how you want to, but I think you need to be a little open-minded when it comes to consuming music because art is very subjective. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think that people, especially nowadays, people's attention span is so short that they kind of, they'll listen to something for 10 seconds. I mean, I do this too. I catch myself doing this. They'll listen to something for 10 seconds and be like, ah, I'm not about that. I don't like that. Or it's not doing it for me when, you know, give it, give it some time, try and like actually consume it for what it's supposed to be and find the artfulness in it. And you'd be surprised at what you can get from that. It's a relationship. Listening to music is a, it's a, I think it's a two way street. The, the song has something to say to you and you have to be open enough to receive what it's trying to give you. Yep. It's also weird to me how lyrics play into things. I feel like there are some artists whom I do love their lyrics there. It's like poetry, but I'm not always listening to them. Right. I always think that's kind of weird when that happens, when I'm like, God, that's a great song. I should listen to the words, but mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, it, it really, cheesy example is holy by bieber mm-hmm. yeah i i like when you really listen to those words the way that it's melded together it's so cute mm-hmm. i don't yeah. know how else to put it but it's yeah. like that was really well done yeah. and then it feels also kind of like you're in church right mm-hmm. that song mm-hmm. and that's kind of fun to me when that happens when it's a lot of things definitely yeah. 
I think we talked about this the other day. There's like a, um, and I think the the spiritual aspect is, is is really interesting because, you know, they're uh, like religious songs and stuff. They can just the music alone can make you feel something because of the key and the the tempo and the way it makes you feel. Like even if there were no lyrics, you'd be moved. And then you put lyrics that you can dig into and understand. It, it amplifies that experience. And I think um, like worship music or spiritual music, of course, is going to do that. But I think all music does that. Absolutely. It does. Even if, uh, you know, it, it can be a song about anything. Well, Emily and I were in the car. This is probably a couple months ago. We listened to a lot of Yacht Rock in the car. Mm-hmm. And a band called Looking Glass has a song called Brandy, You're a Fine Girl. Great song. Great song. It is a great song. And, like, we know the words. Mm-hmm. We've, like, listened to this song for years. Love that song. And then she was like, wow, I guess I never really thought about the lyrics, but this is a really interesting story. And it's like, yeah, I think that's what makes music so interesting. And you can hear the same song 200 times and on your... 200 and first listen you're like oh my gosh i didn't even right it's like the pina colada song it's like oh everybody knows that song is this like hokey thing but that's a beautiful song it tells a a great story pumped up kicks that was a weird deal right Uh, incredible that was the song of the summer and everyone was like dancing to it and it's like whoa yeah Yeah, that's a dark dark song song. yeah (laughs) exactly um there's also a Paolo Nutini. Do you guys know? Him? Oh, I love Paolo Nutini. Loves Paolo Nutini. He was someone that really spoke to me in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I like. Yeah. I was like, and then I don't know if you remember um, Esperanza Spalding. Do you remember when she won the New Artist Award in like 2010 or no, he was 28. Do you know who she's that plays the cello? Okay, I don't know. Oh my gosh, you guys! It was like I didn't know I liked the cello. Right. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, yeah. And she came on like the CMAs and she was playing the cello. Oh man, she's a hottie and. You just like want to be friends with her. Yeah. And that's awesome. Yeah. And so anyway, it's weird how things like that can happen and you learn new things about yourself. Yeah. And, but you guys have to check her out. Certainly will. It's also, it's cool that you also have bands. Um, there's a, the band Glass Animals. Like. That's a cool name too. A very cool band. Pop band. Um, indie pop, I guess. They, uh, a lot of lyrics are just like made up off mm-hmm. the cuff. And it's or, or there'll be words that are a specific vibe of how the song actually sounds sonically. Uh, and you a song called Gooey. Yeah. It's very unassuming. You would never realize but it's that. Brilliant. But when you break it down and actually look at the lyrics, you're like, wow, this is kind of like nonsense almost. Mm-hmm. But it works. Right. And it's great. Like rap music. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, you know, I'm a child of the eighties and nineties and I love rap music. Yeah. And so I mean, and it's also funny, like people get stereotyped. I remember when I went to New York for this big show that I go to every year, um, this bar in Brooklyn was doing um, a listening, um, like a vinyl listening thing of Tribe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like, I asked a friend, I said, do you want to go with me? And I remember a bunch of people were like, what? You're doing what? I don't, like no one would have thought like I would have wanted to, right. I would have sought this out and had to have this experience. But the point of this the story is two things is like a we have to try new music because it mm. may not seem like it fits us but it can and then also i think there is something brilliant about about like rap music and music that is that's hard to execute definitely yeah, yeah. hard to execute yeah, yeah. Uh, modern music i i think it's really interesting because in the past i'd say 20 years honestly if you really want to get into it maybe 10 years um Music as a whole has changed because for the longest time, recorded music's not very old. You know, we're right. talking about a hundred years of recorded mm-hmm. music. 
And up until, you know, 20 years ago, I mean, yes, 70s and 80s had some, but like pretty much everything was analog instruments. You were playing the guitar, mm-hmm. you were playing the keyboard. And yeah, there's digital keys and stuff, but. Uh, that's interesting. That's yeah. an interesting sound. That's an interesting sound. We're getting some soundtrack ourselves here. Right. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, Thank you for stomping <laughs> on the building upstairs. <laughs> um, Andre's like, yeah, your cadence sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no rhythm. <laughs> no rhythm. <laughs> but yeah, everything has been very like, yeah, it sounds, you can only cover so much sonic ground because there's only so many instruments. But now oh you gosh. could use the sound that's going on on the rooftop. You can use that as a snare drum. Exactly. And you can use like flicking this plant over here as mm-hmm. like a hi-hat sound. Like, I mean, you can break the rules so much. What's yeah. a hi-hat sound? Like uh, your hat. The hi-hats on the drums. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. It's called the hi-hat. Yeah. Cool. Part of the cymbals. Part of the cymbals. Oh, that makes sense. Cool. I love that sound. And it gets you going. It's like the beginning of a song. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Learning something. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time I heard the Bones uh, when I was like the Bones. They, they they play a lot of Bones in bluegrass. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, that is so weird. It's, I went to a Byron Berlin concert with my dad. I I don't yeah, know who he that was is, taking you but to some stuff back I, in the day. Byron is like a big deal bluegrasser. Okay, yeah, yeah. And, that's awesome. Um, he played the Bones on stage, so and it was just like, what? Now, what are yeah. the Bones? Am I missing something here? Literally, they're bones, bones yeah. and they play them like an interest. Oh yeah. my goodness! Like cow bones and mm-hmm. wow, like almost real... like uh, like when you're calling a deer or something, you hit right. them. Yeah, it's cool sounding. It's like, like a little like something like that kind of. You yeah. know, it's wow. Yeah. We got to get on the bones. I we... could see you guys pulling out that situation. Yeah, yeah. We'll start a bluegrass band. Yeah, you know? play the washboard. Play the washboard. The spoons. Oh, the spoons. People can really Speaking get down spoons. on the spoons. Yeah. I love I love the band Spoon. The That's band a Spoon. Texas band that I would yeah. recommend love to anybody. Spoon. Twenty years of making great music. Mm. Mm. That's some good stuff right mm-hmm. there. So one thing that's kind of fun, a service I think you provide um, that would be cool for listeners to know about, especially interior designers, because what are what are interior designers doing but creating a vibe for mm-hmm. people right. and using those create playlists for us? Mm-hmm. And that's something kind of cool that you can do for people, right? Or yeah, you don't. absolutely. And yeah. that's not. I mean, that's a really cool thing. I love when companies that I love have a playlist. I'm like, I like you. You're cool. I want to hear your playlist. Yeah, definitely. It, it enhances. Uh, it enhances any experience, whether you're just having like an open house or something, or, you know, I think in the modern world on our phones and everything, you're always looking for a greater way to interact with people and showcase who who you are, who your brand is, and what you're about. And I think with music being that universal language, um, I think it's a great way to express yourself using art that's already out there. Like you don't have to go write a song for your own brand. Right. There's right. A, there's a handful of songs that somebody can listen to and be like, oh, cool, I know what you're about. I get it. Yeah, I get the brand. Yeah. Yeah, we do that. Private events. Do you? We, I'll, I'll DJ I love them. private we'll, events. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a great one. We'll... Yeah. Whether you need a sound system or a band to play or a playlist to play or a DJ or you need a space, I can find it. We can find it all for you. Exactly. You can come to my house. Yeah. Don't come to my house. I'm not going to recommend you come to my house, but I, I'm not either. That was a, but I mean, if the, if the money's right, maybe. Yeah. Why not? Uh, if the money's right. Yeah. But 
Uh, what is that like? I mean, have you ever, you know, because Matthew, you know, had like as the band Matthew McNeil gone to do an event and it's like, oh, the Association of Lawyers for, you know, I don't know. We what, have, have you had some quirky things like that? Oh, oh you yes. wouldn't believe. <laughs> oh, yes. We Absolutely. played a Michael J. Fox benefit thing one time that was cool oh, that, that, that was a cooler cool. one i mean they, they've for the most part they've all been pretty cool of course um like cool to be a part of like oh this is for a greater purpose kind of, of situation but there have been i'm trying to there's been some i've been to some places you wouldn't yeah. ever find yourself in willingly definitely but i think that's what makes uh that's what gives us our edge you know <laughs> great experiences you I guys mean, can fit in anywhere right we try to yeah. put our Especially on the road, we always uh, make a point to play to the room. Gotta read like, the room. I yeah, mean. if we're read playing the it like room, a bro. Yeah, right. if we're playing it like a punk club or something, it's like cool. We can show that side of ourselves a little more. Yeah, and we're not going to play that same way at you know the uh, Woody Guthrie uh, <laughs> museum. Museum. It's yeah. like yeah, we're not going to show our punk. Well, I mean, maybe it would work, but I mean, you know, not in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so your band would be what genre Ooh, we call it alternative you yeah. do mm-hmm. yeah cool that's the easiest way to sum it up because i think it you know there there's the difficulty of like well you need to be able to say what you are so other people can receive it but it's like yeah um I, we call it just blanket alternative because it can be alternative country if you see it that way it could it's it's more or less like alternative indie folk yeah rock i there's, mean there's several adjectives soulful alternative uh, uh yeah i mean it's, it's a lot it's uh you know it's everything that we like mm-hmm. which i think the easiest way to say that is alternative you know yeah it's not one it's not like a quintessential pop or quintessential right. rock or quintessential r&b right but it's all of those things put together and that's kind of why we do the label and everything ourselves is because you know, mm-hmm. we, we want to do it our way mm-hmm. and, and not not in like a self with a selfish attitude, but like an alternative way. Yeah, mm-hmm. truly. Everything alternative. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I don't know a lot about labels except for what I see on TV, mm-hmm. but it does look like a very um, controlled process and sure can very be. branding, yeah. pro- very all about the branding and all these different things. So it is kind of cool that you guys have been able to find a way to do it. And it, do we obviously your spirit is involved in that and who you are as people, but also technology has made the, all that kind of stuff easier, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're kind of yeah. like, I can bypass that. I can bypass that. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of Googling and YouTube videos and figuring it out, yeah. finding people and picking their brains. I mean, you can you can figure just about anything out. Yep. So more than you'd ever learn in school, like going to school to like running label 101. It's like, or just like go live it for a few years and go meet some people Mm -hmm. and have some conversations. Truly. That's what will get you far. You Mm -hmm. have mentors. We have, we have a handful of people that um, are in our, like, like our family of collaborators. Every, I think everyone we gravitate towards is older. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you so, guys are old souls too. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, yeah, I think we try and find people that we can consider mentors and, you know, not in a bad way at all, but, you know, what, what can we receive from them? What can we learn from them? Mm-hmm. What has their experience brought to them that we can, you know, learn ourselves and, you know, how's that going to help us? The most beautiful thing to me, I mean, 
like uh two two of names in general it's like okay there's a buddy joey mcclellan he was like the first person to really uh help us in like an actual studio to make compadre which was our like debut studio record and he's become one of our best friends and a mentor he plays he was just at the CMAs like two weeks ago playing. Mm. Yeah. And he's like worn our shirt on late night. And it's been incredible. Yeah. yeah. I know and, who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I've and, seen that. Yeah. And then our buddy Ted Young, who mixes all of our stuff, he and he's got like multiple Grammys. Um, he's become one of our best friends. And we've learned so much from them over the years. But one of my favorite things is not just having a like take, take, take relationship, but since we have to do so much to make our operation work. It's been very fun to be able to give back and, and I mean, not like they need our help by any means, but be able to offer things that it's like, Hey, we can I, do that. yeah, I can do this to help you. And I can help, you know, I've learned so much from you. The least I can do is help use this knowledge I've gained to lift us all up. And that's a, uh, that's like my favorite thing. It's so cool. There's a new record coming out. Yeah, we there haven't it announced it, but yeah. yeah. Oh no, announce it, man. Yeah, we we we. I Who think cares? We've told people there's something coming. It's yeah. not like a oh, yeah, the label's gonna get mad. You can always edit this, but yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, that'll be sometime this year. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Yeah, we're excited Same. about it. Same. We we got to record it over quarantine, and we did you both all- do the writing. Mm-hmm. We, we both do. write, yeah. both record, both play everything. Yeah, the whole enchilada. Yeah, whole it's kind enchilada. of kind of fun. I didn't know you did singing. Yeah, Andre. Yeah, I mean, you did a, singing. That about, so like, you do singing. It's, you do it's singing. Very, it's very op- operatic. Yes, it is. You know? You're like a baritone all the way. Like it's you know about like I play piano. That, <laughs> yeah, like, gotcha. Your voice sounds good on this mic. It does sound nice. This, these mics nice are great voice. for a, a lower register. It is. That situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It brings out the high parts of my voice and lets the low part kind of do its thing. Mm. So. Okay. Now that's something technology because I mean, this is the crazy of Jessica who know if you know me, you know this, I'm getting an idea in my head and damn it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And whew, sometimes that's what that's makes you a powerhouse. Exhausting. But it can be exhausting. But, um, <laughs> uh, but you know, Emily's like, so, I mean, she's, well, we need to think about this dress and she's patient and throws things out there. And, but what was so cool with the podcast, I mean, wow, we have you guys and you made us sound legit. I mean, it was so funny because my yeah. mom listens to the first episode and she calls me. I mean, I don't know what she was expecting, you know, but, right. but she said, Jessica, it sounded like a real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a great interviewer. You are. You ask great questions. But she was very impressed that you guys made us sound legit. That's good to hear. It's reassuring. <laughs> and so I feel like if you can make the hue sound legit, then you. I don't know. I think you have a lot more magic than you realize. You do. Yeah. You're you're a great host and interviewer and I think you you get really uh interesting people to tell interesting stories. It's also just an interesting concept in general. I mean, the whole design topic and how you take it and you're like, "Well, I can see, you know, elements within this community." And we can talk about totally different things and it can still come full circle. That's great. It's beautiful. Well, just Truly. like music's everywhere, design is everywhere. Yeah. I mean, design is in music. Right. You know, I mean it's it's a it's label everything. is designed. Right. Yeah. Everything. Everything has a purpose. You know, it's there's a direction usually. 
I've learned you know. personally learned a lot from sitting in on these podcasts and naturally knowing you the past few years. Likewise. Um, I think, think there's always something that you can take and apply to your own craft from things outside of your craft. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like um, I, I think just like different approaches and different, it, it's hard to say because it's almost like you can't put it into words, but just like living in, in a world where you're aware of design and aware of how much uh, goes into everything from mm-hmm. the what's on the floor to what's on the wall to what's on the ceiling to everything in the room. You're like, man, yeah. it's, it's crazy. It was thought out and there's a reason. Yeah. Why and it makes sense. Well, yeah, but it. But ma- even if there's not, sometimes that's that's the reason. Yeah, you that's know? the vibe. And that's that's great. I think once again, being open minded is that you should just live life like that because, mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have a better experience, you know, being open minded when you don't have hard line like, well, if it's not this way, then it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you have to be fluid. You limit yourself in that way, and mm-hmm. it's cool that you don't just have like. In the hue, you don't just feature one type of person doing one type of thing. Right. You you've really even even I would say in the early stages of the podcast, I think um, it can podcast can be the national anthem, the hue. Uh, I agree. Really, that's going a long way. Wow. But um, yeah, that's you funny. could put that uh, that can be a quote. <laughs> like I think this is the new national anthem. But no, I I do. I think hashtag you you. Uh, you you cover a lot of ground, a lot of creative ground from different people in different fields, all within the world of design. And it's so interesting to just learn. It is. Well, the, um, there are a lot of topics in the world. Always. There are a lot of themes in the world always that we're experiencing because we're in the world. And, um, sometimes they're unfamiliar to us and sometimes they're scary to us. And, um, sometimes we want to reject them or ignore them. And I think what at the end of the day matters most is that there's a humanity to all of them and that they're Absolutely. a story for a reason and that when we can find a person that we can respect and appreciate and they can tell us that story, then I think when we can get to that place with each other, we can relate to the world around us better and understand it more. That's always my goal because there are things always that I'm not understanding that I'm listening to or hearing and I'm yes. like, going to find someone that's experienced this or that right and that's my goal usually is to find the humanity in it so that yeah. i can then understand it yeah because mm-hmm. there's a reason why it's it's you know you might want to dismiss it or oh, why does this keep coming up and this is scary or whatever but mm-hmm. there's a reason yeah that it's yeah. there and well it's because you're open to it and your 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 whole world is attuned to seeing what's out there in the world and trying to under better understand it and and interact with it i think that open-mindedness, I think it leads to a more uh, fulfilling life, fulfilling journey. And I think you can find more joy in in that open-minded outlook and um, curiosity, I think. I think curiosity is everything. Mm-hmm. So I consider important. you guys curious dudes. You got to yeah, be. You have to be. Very curious dudes. I think it's hard to be forward-reaching. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can be forward-reaching without being curious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if we, like, could you imagine not being a curious person? That would be so weird. It would be very strange. Yeah. Maybe peaceful, though. Yeah, I'm sure there... I mean, (laughs) if you just let me live on the beach... No judgment there. No judgment there. No, I could just do my thing, but I I think the type of person that I am and I think that all of us at this table are, um, 
there's this hunger, not not for like more, 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 but a, a hunger to experience all that life has to offer, not just to appease me and my own, you know, desires, but just to f- fully live and see what's out there and help people and understand right. people. And um, yeah, I, I think that that hunger for adventure and curiosity is uh, is, is super fulfilling to me. The Q is brought to you by Folio. Located in the iconic Meadows Building in Dallas, Texas, Folio is a boutique rep agency which seeks to connect interior designers with creative resources. We would love to connect with you in real life. Please visit our website to set up an appointment, folioco.com, and follow us on Instagram at folioco. There's something powerful in what you just said, though, in that... um, you, I, I'm trying to think if I can formulate this correctly because it's like, you know how you're on the verge of a thought that's like, yes, this <laughs> makes a lot of sense. But with both of you, um, I don't know, you seem like you're always l- looking at what's next because there's so much technology involved in what you do, but yet you are old souls. So I don't know if I'm going to get to this point well, but I feel like it's got to be a bit of a struggle internally for you as a team too, that you like, you know, authenticity and you thrive on that and you enjoy people, but yet you are very forward thinkers because you're like, I'll create my own label. I mean, right. how does that balance out on the day to day? I don't know if and I'm getting where I'm trying. No, no, I, I get you. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's difficult because um, I think we, you know, we're always striving to do something new that hasn't been done before in, you know, not just an artful sense, but, you know, the way that we run a business and, yes the way that we conduct our lives in our relationships yes. and as friends, as, you know, husbands, you know, what have you. Um, and so I think it, it's hard to find the balance of how do I think about tomorrow, but how do I live in the moment right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how do I make this count for everything that it can? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's very difficult, um, very difficult to find that balance. Um, but I mean, it is possible. We we do it, and I mean, you know, I I like to think that we do it uh, with a little bit of grace, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I I I think the other thing in the magic of you two is that you don't take yourselves too seriously. Definitely, yeah. you can't. And uh, you're vulnerable, and you're not like perfectionist. Like your image is yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a great it, image. It's been really interesting. You know, when you have to cover so much ground as a two-man team, I, and like we certainly have Emily that has helped so much. But when it comes down to like writing, recording, like the real nitty-gritty of it all, it it, it can be it can be a lot um, to figure out. Like we don't we don't necessarily have a mentor that's like, well, here's how you run a business, and right. and here's right. how you make money. Here's how you we we pick the brains of people around us like we've gained a lot of insight which has been invaluable because there's like taxes yeah oh yeah keeping yeah real adult stuff you gotta handle yeah and no one teaches you that but you when you ask the right questions you can certainly learn but i think um uh okay what do i think i know i think something um i'm always thinking yeah well okay what i was gonna say is like the th- the biggest lesson that I've learned in full scope of everything lately has been like uh, there's a producer that we love named Kenny Beats, and his whole thing is dots, which is don't overthink shit. 
And that's been a huge, huge pillar for me lately because it's like, yeah, you everything is intentional, but at a certain point, like I, I'm I'm one to get lost in the minutia. Like as much as we're not perfectionist, you should see us. There's certain times where we will spend like four hours trying to get this one thing that no one will ever, it, ever notice. And it doesn't matter. It, no, it, it doesn't. It no, doesn't matter. It does all. to you. Right. Yeah. And that's a hard, that's a very fine it's line. line. It's a fine line. I think I think you're professionals. I mean, right. 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 Like But I think it, this is a lesson I'm still learning it myself of when, you know to let go. When to let go, yeah. Like when when is it appropriate to say, you know what, it sounds the way it sounds or it is how it is. Like that's great. I am who I am. Like you always yeah. want to better yourself and better your sound and better the way you do everything. But you are you, who you are. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you have to meet yourself where you are and meet others where they are. Right. Be there for them and you got to be there for yourself. Because a lot of people there's you'd be surprised how many musicians are out there or artists whoever. I mean, you you wouldn't be surprised, but general um how many people have these amazing things that they're just sitting on because they feel like it's not there yet or this yeah. idea that they're just like that. I have been watering this forever. I recorded this 4 years ago. It's the best thing ever, but I can't figure out what to do with it. But it's like, well, you have to grow and put it out there and experience everything that that has to do whether you're a photographer or you know, you have an idea for a business. Yes, be calculated and be intentional, but it's never going to grow if it never starts. Yeah. Ugh, that's so good. You have to yeah, you have to share what you're doing and put it out into the world at some point, you know. And you, I mean, yeah, it's hard. That's a very hard thing to do. But once again, you have to find that balance for yourself of, you know what? Yes, I'm ready. Yeah. Like, do it. And what a gift COVID was. I mean, it, it taught people that maybe they didn't have to go to that office job every day. Right. Yeah. And that maybe they didn't have to work for a firm that they could work for themselves or mm -hmm. a million different little things that the gifts of COVID yeah. I think gave us too. giant but shift in perspective. Yeah. It was a giant shift in perspective, but there is something too about um, just doing it. And until you do it, then all these other amazing opportunities won't come to you right. unless you're doing it. Right. And then the doors open. Mm -hmm. And so what's it like um, being self-employed and a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it is a lot. It's, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it is a lot. Truly. Um, I mean, it's a it, there's a huge learning curve to it, though, yeah. because when you, I think, you know, there's some people who go into being self-employed and, like, being your own boss, and they're like, oh, it's great. You know, nobody ever has to tell me how to do anything. Mm -hmm. But then the other side of the coin is, well, nobody tells you how to do anything. And mm -hmm. so you you have to figure it out you're the boss like you figure it out and like you have to tell yourself what to do absolutely you give yourself the to-do list and you you know it there's a lot to figure out in that and i think if you're you know not a motivated or driven person then it's probably not for you yeah absolutely um, and i mean we also picked the one of the least lucrative industry i mean music's a very lucrative industry but on a small scale like it's not like your local artists are just like yeah. you know doing it right. like yeah it that but that's been a very fun challenge that's the type of person we are though we love to have something where the goal or like the there there's no limit to where all this can go right and and that's my favorite thing about it and that's why we do so much is it's like 
cool, we can do this really well. We can write music and record. And they're like, well, we could write more music if we could record ourselves and figure that out. So we figured that out. Then it's like, well, we could also learn how to do publishing and distribute this stuff. Okay, cool, let's do that. Yeah. Oh, and we can book our own tours. Oh, and we can, we already have recording stuff. Why don't we do podcast stuff? Like, yeah. And it's all stuff that we love and have like a passion for. And, and at the end of the day, none of it, yes, it, it helps us, but none of it is to be self-serving. Like the music we make, we don't, even when we were get up on stage and play, it's not a look at me, look at me. It's I'm going to generate an energy for people to receive. Like yeah, it's look at you like guys, that. like look at yourself. Yeah. And, and same thing with the podcast. Like we're not in the back, like, Oh yeah, look at all this. It's like, no, whatever you want to do, we will do Facilitate that. It. Yeah. And we'll do it even better than you thought you could, because you don't see your potential the way that we, we can see it. We've right. traveled this country so many times and seen so many artists that both, either thought they were like God's gift to man or didn't realize how good they were. Yeah. I mean, some of the greatest artists in, in the universe, you have no idea who they are. Yeah. And we've been fortunate enough to see some of them and be like, this is magic. Like this is actual yeah. magic. Yeah. Like Prince level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Truly. Oh yeah. I'm, Truly. I remember being at a sandwich shop in West Virginia and me and Andre are just like, Oh my God, yeah. this is the best musician I've ever seen. Yeah. Truly. So, yeah. like moment, Shout out Brad. That yeah. moment Brad in Goodall. Seattle with the Teen Spirit. Just kidding. Then the first time. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> when it first played. I yeah. It was like one of those moments in life. But um, that's cool. Yeah, you guys believe in people. Yeah, I think Definitely. it's important. That's yeah. that's music. That's that's life. Human what it's all about. Yeah, humanity is important. It's, it's important to be human and <laughs> to identify that in other people and realize, hey, it's cool we're we're the same like mm -hmm. we both think about things and mm -hmm. have insecurities and we're both good at things and it's it's just cool i love humanity and i love people it's a gift though i think when you can give people art and you can give them music and like you said and you're on stage and yes there is something enjoyable about i'm sure about being on stage if you oh yeah yeah it's exciting it has to be right and energetic and invigorating invigorating yeah at the same time, though, like you said, I mean, you are allowing people to see something in themselves. And yeah. that's pretty cool, too. It's fun to promote people and mm -hmm. to, like, be a cheerleader, you know, in a way. You guys I are each other's cheerleaders for sure. Yeah. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. And each other's biggest fans. Definitely. You have to be. I, I really yeah. think that's how. The, I don't know. I don't think it would work any other way. No. It's like a. But this, you're different. We are different. The two of us. Being yeah, different. you yeah. you're different. To we watch are. you over yeah. the years, it's cool because, um, but so compatible. Yeah. 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 Like Andre's a little more reserved. I am. I'm loud and annoying. I mean, I would, <laughs> no. no, I didn't. You didn't have to say it. I say it. Not annoying. I'm out. Matt. Matt's not annoying. He. I mean, sometimes you are loud. Yeah, I talk a lot. Oftentimes, yeah. I'm. I'm a man of few words. Usually, we got a lot to say. Um. But it's also changed too over the years. That's that's been the most fun to see about our yeah. relationship. Andre has become more outgoing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that was one of my honestly one of my goals for this year was to, you know, I'm a, I'm quiet about things because usually I listen. You're an internalizer. I am, but um, you know, this year one of my goals was to if I have something to say or I have an idea, I'm just gonna say it, mm -hmm. and I want to talk about it and externally process more. Right. And if if it's nothing comes of it great but 
you're never going to know unless you do it. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a big time external processor. Yeah. You are too, Matt. Mm-hmm. And like That's, with yeah. one, I'll just say, I'm like, I'm going to say something outlandish. It's going to make no sense, but can you just roll with me with it for me for 30 minutes so I yeah. can figure out where mm-hmm. I am out on this? Cause yeah. I have no clue where I'm at on this. And it'll just be something bananas and he'll go, it's really weird. I'm like, I know let's yeah. go with it. Yeah. And it's important to do that. It is important. I guess that externally processed sometimes. It's like yeah. coming out and it needs to have some life or something. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, you, I, I do That's see that. That's a good that. job though, Andre, for Thank you. Yeah. putting it out there. Oh, he's doing it, man. Yeah. It's, it, it's cool to, that's the most inspiring thing. I mean, really at the core of it is like no matter what we do, no matter what cool artists we're on stage with or who we get to record or what like invaluable insight we get to hear while we're like with a client listening back to things. It's like the coolest thing is having somebody to do it together with and watching simultaneously watching them take it in and yeah. use that information and experience Absolutely. while you're doing that. Cause you're not alone yeah. in that. And I think we really just like uh, amp each other up a lot. Yeah. Like, especially like we on, on tour. I mean, we would be gone for like eight weeks living in a, in like a 40 square foot space together. It, it, I thought you were going to say a cardboard box. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 we, no, don't, no we haven't no, done that. We've not done the cardboard box. <laughs> but like, it's like people ask all the time, like, oh man, I bet y'all are tired of each other. Like we'd be on the road for, you know, six months out of the year. And it's like, oh, not really. Like, I don't yeah. think we, we've never got an argument on the road. No. Yeah. Not it, one time. It's always a funny talking point with people. Cause they're like, I couldn't do that or, you know, whatever. Well, because people uh, would be like, oh, you're here in New York or Chicago or whatever. Why don't you come stay with us? Like, come inside. We're like, no, we're going to stay in the van. Yeah. I think that's your place. Yeah, yeah it's my house, man. Yeah. We built, we like literally, literally built, built it. Yeah, y'all, yeah. that van is pretty cool. It's pretty Why cool. would I leave? Why would I go in your nasty house that I don't know? Yeah, I don't want to sleep on the couch. Come no. on. Yeah, your cat slept on that pillow, man. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm allergic to cats. Oh, yeah. that's a tough one for you, Andre. I, I, I got two cats. I, I, that's why hey, I'm like... I do like cats, though. Yeah, of course you do. My allergies have gotten better over the years. That's so. something you've been working on, too. Right. Yeah, internally. Personal goal. Yeah. Be less allergic to cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I thought about it real hard. Exactly. And it, and it worked out for you, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet you miss your pets when you're on the road, though. Oh, my gosh. I miss all the time. I miss Charlie and Penny right now. Mm. I mean, yeah. There are there are children, man. Yeah. But we don't have to, like, send them to college or, like. Yeah. Or marry them off. Or- mm-hmm. They only cost half as much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe a, yeah, half, sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go with half. Yeah, yeah go with half. That'll <laughs> three, give you some. Three quarters, you know. <laughs> yeah, kids are expensive. Yeah. But they're good. You have a great little one. I, she's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're lucky. She's one of the. They're not ones. all good. I mean, I, for me, I, I think most of them are kind of annoying to me. I'm not a huge kid person, but yeah. people always like think I'm a kid person because right. I'm a semi nice person, but I'm not a kid person. Yeah, yeah, at all. Like, not even a little bit, really. Well, because you have like a a grown a, a little small grown adult in your house. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I I mean, talk about a smart kiddo. <laughs> Smart, just the funniest little thing in the world. Mm. It's great. She's you a do a good force, job, man. Mm-hmm. Well, she's like you, you and Juan. You need to meet her. Yeah, I, I've oh, never she met will her. Dig Andre. Oh yeah, she's gonna be obsessed with Andre. Oh yeah, Andre's gonna. That's gonna be a situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I can't wait. Dudes with beards. Mm-hmm. Ah. She's intrigued. She's going to want to like nice. get all up in there. You'll have to. That's Boundaries cool. Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, so what else? Do we miss anything? Did I miss uh, anything else we were going to tell people, hmm. share people, share, share people? What would you, you, you are, uh, you run a business. What would you, I'm going to ask you something. Mm. What would you say? Um, do you have any bit of advice for someone that's running a business of any type, namely a creative business or something? Like, do you have anything that you would recommend as a point of advice or say this is a pillar of attaining your, your dream? Do you have any, any insight onto that? Would you, what would you say is the, a very valuable part? If I could tell myself anything. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, that I think other people might benefit from because I don't know like where everyone's at right now, but I do know that when it's hard, I am a feeler. So I really feel the pain very deeply. And when things are hard, I, on the other side of that hard, I always appreciate the lessons and I'm forever grateful for them and know that they had to happen. Mm, And I think the lesson that I'm trying to teach myself and that I want to not be so dramatic about the lessons when they're happening or worried or trying to fix them that sometimes they're not fixable. Yeah. 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 Sometimes they're, it just is. They're just what yeah. they are and you have to live through them. And, and then I guess my second lesson to myself that I'm really working on really hard is enjoying them a little bit more. Mm. Right. And like kind of smiling at them. Yeah. Kind of flipping them off a little. Yeah. Like well, because you, yeah. Are, you suck. And How cool is that. it? To even have that, pro- like you have to be doing your thing to have that problem. Exactly. And how cool is that? Like even when we'll, I-, I can relate to that. Like things will be really tough, and you're like, yeah, but how cool is it that this is even a problem? Exactly. We get to have a problem. Mm-hmm. There is an amazing designer in Dallas that that um, tried to teach me that lesson when I was probably 26, and she's a legend in the business, Marilyn Walnick. And I was in my showroom, and I was a little stressed out. I had many. I love now putting out fires. It's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, up, good upset at it. clients. I'm like, come on, it's cool. Let's talk. But when you know you're younger and people are mad at you, you take it very personal. Right. You later learn it's not personal. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said to me, and her, she's this like young, this like feisty, tiny woman, and and uh, I said, oh, I'll put, she's like, how are you today? Like she could tell I was stressed. I said, well, I've got all kinds of fires today, and she said, well, good for you. If you don't have problems, you don't have business. That's right. That's true, though. That's that's so, some real. That's exactly stuff. right. <laughs> some hardcore. Yeah. Stuff right yeah. there. But yeah, I think enjoying the moments more, like you were saying earlier, and um, and not. I don't know if I can enjoy the problems, but appreciating them for what they're going to teach me. And yeah, right. I would just say to people like that that that's those are those character building moments, like in your marriage when it's hard or whatever it may be. That those are those character building moments. That without them, you aren't better for them. And right. Yeah, that's what makes you. That sounds so cliche, but it's what makes you who you are. All yeah. the it's the difficult stuff that yeah. defines you and how you interact with those difficulties. Yeah, what an opportunity too. I mean, you actually get an opportunity to. I mean, I know that we never look at it this way, but you get an opportunity to learn more about yourself and mm-hmm. how can I approach this situation in a way that, you know, is going to better it and better me and, mm-hmm. you know. Come yeah. out on the other side better. Yeah, you come at it from a 
from a place of power right. mm-hmm. as opposed to a place of weakness because right. problems can pull out our weaknesses. But when we come at it, it's like, give it to me. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Yeah. I see you. The universe is exactly. not with me today. Yeah. yeah. And that's okay. Sometimes yeah. it's okay. like that. Sometimes it's like that. And, and yeah, there's always going to be issues and problems and difficulties. But but yeah, the more you the more you go through, the tougher you are and the more understanding you have. Resilience. On, yeah. Yeah. The you, like you can salt like you're saying, okay, yeah, when you're 26, it's like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. But you know, after years of, of doing your thing, you're like, yeah, same thing. I don't get stressed at all. That's a Tuesday morning at 8:30. Right. Like, that's okay. Right. Right. But that's a Tuesday. So, okay, you heard it here first. I have an idea for you guys. Let's Been do it. stewing okay. on this for a little while. Okay. Just gonna throw it out there. Please. I think you should be agents. For what? For musicians. Okay. Like a, like a manager agent kind of thing. What do you think? I don't know. Like you prospect and introduce new talent. That kind of mentory situation. Yeah, I know you do a yeah. little bit of that now, but right. I could see it like on yeah. your Matt Black Sound website. You know, we've been tr- we so as like when we say we try to be like a pillar in the community. That's something like it's not so much openly advertised as much as like we we do like consulting and stuff, but you do right. that. Yeah. But oftentimes in the, like in the industry, like our friends that play music or people that we're aware of, we always try to put off a vibe of like, we are open, like yeah. message me, email me, whatever. I think there may be a thing still on the website. It used to be, it's like whatever problem you have, whatever you want to do, most times artists would be like, hey, I would love for you to sign me. And it's like, you don't even know what that means. You either want to record or tour or meet people, and I will tell you how to yeah. do all those things. We'll connect you with somebody or some you know, entity, mm-hmm. and it will help you for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But we, like maybe a mentoring program or something. I know you do that, but like I could see like a little yeah. master class yeah. on musicians. We've yeah. actually talked about doing the video series with some we friends have. of ours. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, mm-hmm. we have. I think that'd be super cool. Mm-hmm. We should just do that. There's so many. We have this like we do a lot, but that's that's 5% of what we're like wanting to do. It only scratches the surface. And yeah. so, yeah, that's funny that it, that's actually uh something we've been passionate about for a while. We've had a handful of phone calls with friends about this and it's just, yeah, it just, I'm sure you understand. It's like, you'll tee something up and you're like, Oh my gosh, well, this is going on. I need to do this now. Got to handle it. Yeah. Oh yeah. All day long. So, um, okay. There was one other question. I just went blank on touring. Oh, well, I can't think of what it was. Oh, well. No, okay, you when's your next it. concert, though? When can, mm. when can people hear you next? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. This okay. fall. Fall 2021. Yeah. So to be continued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll put it on this on the folio That's fine. stuff. Absolutely. Put it out yeah. there. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. Same. I honestly. think there's going to be a, an energy that uh, hasn't been there always like we've had friends that have started playing shows and it's just like it's interesting like billy bobs is having a lot of shows yeah oh yeah yeah and they're all table service i know uh, yeah. very expensive tickets yeah mm-hmm. because they don't have as many people they can put in right there. have right. you guys ever played there no no we've done some like a little bit of production stuff yeah yeah oh, i know what it play. was famous yeah. people yeah okay so famous people oh man exciting <laughs> what about <laughs> like i just want to know like who's the most famous musician you've ever like been around and oh man Taylor Swift 
Yeah. You have been around Taylor's. Uh-huh. Oh wait. Oh, we can. I don't. Oh yeah. Can we? I wasn't thinking about that. Oh side yeah, of that's business. another side of the yeah, business. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. <laughs> Whole other thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's I don't even know that company. we can. <laughs> yeah, but we can talk about that. But no, on, on the Matthew McNeil side. Yeah, on the Matthew McNeil side. And, and Matt Black Sound side. Okay. Yeah. What could we say? I love Leon Bridges. Yeah, I know he's like a a young gun. He's a big deal, though. Is he mm-hmm. like when he walks in the room? There's a present. Absolutely. But talk about a guy that deserves he's, all the good stuff in the world. Very yeah, humble. Very humble. Very real yeah. man. Every woman in America has a crush on. Oh, I have a crush. Yeah, same. Yeah. He's yeah. cool. Come on. He's Every cool. person. And yeah. I mean, he's yeah. the epitome of cool. Exactly. Uh-huh. Leon. So, um, yeah. We've been to Willie Nelson's ranch. What? But we haven't like hung out with Willie. Rainbow Connection by Willie Nelson is Juan's favorite song in the universe. Really? That's very yeah. cool. It's a good version. Nice. Sweet Juan. I yeah. love Juan. Rainbow Connection. Like, it's borderline emotional with that one. <laughs> I Gosh, love it. I love him. I love it. <sighs> Who else is there? Who else okay. have we? Willie's Ranch. Um, we got to play a show with some of the Stax Records guys, which is like, I that mean, was cool. this is nerdy stuff, but it's like okay. the drummer from Al Green. And, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool stuff. He's a Waco guy. I don't know where. I, no, I'm thinking of Pat Green. Yeah, that's, that, <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know if Al Green's no. ever been to Waco, Texas. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys, like I just had like, <laughs> I'm so in music yeah. <laughs> moment. Pat Green, Al Green. But yeah, yeah, same thing. Yeah, what the heck? Close. And yeah. I know we share a love for Thelonious Monk. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. That's mm. some good stuff. Yeah. Oh gosh, I love him. But I mean, he's not alive anymore. Okay, well, that's cool. Fame, Fame is relative. Yeah, I don't think I've ever met. I met Vince Gill when That's I was cool. a kid, and um, he's really sweet. That's he's cool. He's from a town close to my hometown. Nice. And my dad had him come and sing at the rodeo. Oh, cool. That's very thing. cool. He was really sweet. Yeah. Like, really sweet. And I his register is, like, up high when he sings, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, always interesting. Like, his albums, it's, like, the whole thing is just. Yeah. It's, like, a under um, Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. record yeah. it's like every like her voice is just so high and powerful and the whole yeah. and when you finish the record you're like oh i'm tired yeah, <laughs> yeah. it can be yeah. a lot yeah vince gill's great Isn't he has he? a he has a huge band uh, uh-huh. a large band really like 20 people what? or something yeah okay well they're amazing yeah yeah there, there are a lot of those like all-star country guys are really cool yeah, yeah. they're like legit yeah, I wish. I mean, if we could even scratch the surface on the other stuff, it's like I know we could really. Lot, I know y'all could, talk about. I know. I don't even know if anyone would understand completely, but what you guys have another business. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll just leave it there. But I will say that Alan Jackson looked at me, gave me a finger gun, and winked at me. Yeah. That was like the yeah. last thing before quarantine. Like, this is going to get me through. There you go. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. fun. I love Alan Jackson. He is adorable. He is. Yeah. He is. He's. The people's choice. And Clint Black's. Oh, Clint Black's mm-hmm. cool. Clint Black, he's so cute. George too. Strait was cool. George Strait was very cool. George Strait. I mean, epitome of cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's like Elvis cool. Just yeah. Right. I don't even have to try to be cool. Yeah. I am. Just cool. Mm-hmm. Are cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. This was really fun. It was very fun. Very fun. I'm glad we did it. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Happy to be here. Thank you guys for everything you do. I always get excited on Matt Black Sound days. I'm like, yay, it's going to be a happy day. What's well, fun? I love being here. I do too. Yeah. The studio is fun. Yeah. It has a good vibe. I like just looking around. A lot of cool stuff to touching look at. stuff. A lot. Sometimes I feel like in this room, the room is falling in on me. Yeah. This is um, a lot of stuff for me. It's I like it a little more sparse. Right. But we just have added a lot and we're growing. And Well, that's what's awesome, though. Yeah. Yeah. 
And when you have like a penthouse at the Ritz, we'll just be doing podcasts up there too. Oh no! Actually, you know what we are going to do at now, the new studio. It, now I want to know. You're going to the Ritz, and <laughs> yeah, we're we're penthouse? moving into the Ritz. Yeah. Okay. You heard it here first. Um, no, we are definitely going to be moving in the next year, and um, I am 100 percent committed to a sound room to like a. We'll a, help do it. A, oh yeah. Um, a recording room. Absolutely. And then that needs to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we can do that for the hue. Yeah, we can live in there. We yeah, could just, just be, be on so call fun. I see in like this tiny little room, twenty four seven, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I see like a neon sign that says the hue in there. And that would be very cool. Oh yeah. yeah, we know a neon sign person. And for me, the hue doesn't have to be like monetized and then this big amazing thing, but it's a passion project and right, and it's fun and yeah. I, I don't want it to die. So please don't. Let us let it die. We're not no. going anywhere. No. We'll be here. It shall not die. It shall not die. I mean, you can monetize it if you want. I mean, we will eventually, hopefully. Eventually, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Day by day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> episode by episode. I mean, I don't know. You have to have a lot of episodes. Yeah. But you you guys get uh, you guys get some good listeners on all this. Well, because I think it's engaging. I think people yeah. want to hear what what you have to say, your perspective and your guest perspective. I think in the design community, there's, I, you'd be hard pressed to find a better resource for like insight. It's not right. just like a, I mean, all power to magazines and stuff, but I mean, a two page spread on somebody, you only get so much. Yeah. But I think really having a conversation and having their brain picked by someone that knows the questions to ask, it's invaluable. It's great. It's like it's like having a mentor in every episode. Yeah, hopefully, but it does trend well. Like when they come out mm -hmm. on the in the design sector, you get some traction yeah. for sure. You really yeah. do, and that's good. Well, thank you both. Thanks for listening, y'all. Let's keep the conversation going. If you have a story you would like for us to illuminate, please email hello at folioco.com. That's hello at p h o l i o c o. Dot com. And be sure to subscribe to hear future episodes.